All right, welcome to the Linfit Coaching Podcast. Today, I got Matt Donovan here with me today, and man, uh, today we're talking a little bit about how to maintain your goals whenever you're on vacation or a life circumstance happens where you're not able to do the kind of training volume that you want to, or even if you're kind of like trying to taper down and get ready for a competition, something like that. So how do you maintain your goals? Specifically, like what is the bare minimum that you have to do to sort of maintain your gains uh, without totally losing it? So like what is the kind of cost there? So uh, excited to jump into this uh, today, but before we jump into that, just wanted to um, invite you guys to rate us. <laughs> rate the, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, give a like, do a subscription, share this with your friends, but also if you're on Apple Podcasts, then give us a rating and a review. That really helps. That really helps get this message out to more people so more people can understand their own fitness and the, sort of the, the lies that are out there, the myths that are out there, disproving those, and that's a big goal that we have with this podcast. And so uh, today we're jumping in with um, you know, how, what's the bare minimum that you need to do. So where could people be at? Like what kind of life circumstances or what kind of stuff would come up to where you have to like decrease your training volume or whatever you're doing? Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, if there's just a typical vacation, maybe you're gone for a week, maybe two. Um, but maybe you just had a new baby. Maybe you um, have a work deadline, something like that, um, that just doesn't allow you to get as much work as you really want to get done um, in the gym. And um, yeah, so we can just talk through like, how how to how to maximize your time uh, to maintain all the work that you put in because you don't want to lose all of that you worked hard to get there so yeah yeah maybe we're in like this uh, training cycle or you're in this routine where you're getting a lot of training volume or you're you know you're killing your workouts you're feeling really fit really strong and you maybe you have a planned vacation and you're like really excited to go but like you're not going to have the same sort of gym access uh or maybe even motivation to do any kind of exercise uh or maybe like you even uh, another angle to look at it is maybe uh work is crazy you know you have tons of uh projects that are due and there's a lot of time demand you have to give extra hours towards work um, and so you don't have the same kind of schedule that you might normally have or capacity to go and do a workout um, or even like family related stuff like what kind of family related things could come up if that would like maybe mess up your schedule other than just having a kid <laughs> um, let's see Oh man, I'm blanking. I don't know. You're, you're, the, you're the one with the big family. I'm just. Uh... Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, you maybe someone gets sick, you know, yeah. or maybe uh, you have someone that needs to come stay with you for a little while, or um, maybe you are you got tons of house chores to do, you know, things like that. You know, it's like in America, it's summer. You got lawn care you got to do because stuff is growing outside. You got to kill some weeds, whatever. You have all these other chores and tasks that come up that uh, maybe can throw put a little wrench in your routine. Um, and so things like that come up, you know, a planned vacation, um, some kind of circumstance happens where you're limited in your capacity uh, to be able to maintain the kind of workout routine that you've had um, or work is crazy. You know, those are kind of like the, I would say probably the big three uh, that would like mess up someone's routine that would limit their ability to exercise, whether that's number of sessions, the duration you can be there, or even the intensity you can give. Um, so 
what's like the bare minimum? So let's let's take this from uh, a few different angles. Like let's say your aerobic capacity, so your ability, your endurance, like your ability to do something for a long time, uh, your strength, your ability to uh, you know be strong, lift some weight, something like that, or your muscle size. Like you worked hard to put on some muscle, you don't want to lose that. Um, what kind of factors? Um, would make you lose that and what's the bare minimum that we have to do to maintain that so yeah um for the like aerobic side of it i was actually really surprised um looking at some of the numbers like how much you could cut back and still maintain your aerobic capacity um i think one of the statistics i saw said you could cut back about 66 percent or 60 percent of your volume um and still maintain like that same aerobic capacity for for months um, wow. and that really surprised me because I felt like, well, if anything goes first, it's the aerobic capacity, the strength and muscle gains will, will last a little longer. Um, if you're not, not doing anything, but, um, yeah, just to maintain, to be able to cut back that high of a percentage, I felt like, um, was a pretty sweet deal. You know, if you're, if <laughs> yeah. you're busy for a week or two, but you can only have a few minutes to, um, to get your work in, it's, um, it makes it pretty manageable to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like we, if we look at this of with every type of thing, your aerobic capacity, your strength, your uh, muscle size, like if you think of your frequency as far as the number of sessions or days that you train each week, the duration, how long is your training session, and the intensity, uh, like how hard is it, how hard is that training session, like uh, in any case, like only one of those can decrease. Uh, if you want to maintain your gains and if you decrease more than one of those like two out of three or all three then you can't expect to maintain anything right right uh but like you said it was cool like as far as volume goes um let's say you're used to running like 45 minutes a week you know uh or if you run like a whole hour that'd be wild if you can run i can't run for an hour <laughs> um but if you, let's say you're used to running for 45 minutes, if you cut back 66%, then that's like 15 minutes, you know? Um, if you maintain the number of sessions that you do throughout the week, let's say you're used to running three days a week, if you maintain three days a week um, and you keep the intensity the same as far as the pace you run, um, then you can cut back to 15 minutes instead of 45 minutes. That's huge, that's a huge time saver because that's time consuming to warm up, get out there and run and everything. That's huge. Uh, what would it look like to like decrease the intensity of running? Yeah, so if we're going to decrease the intensity, we're going to keep the volume and our frequency the same. Um, and so that's important to know that those are just going to be consistent. Mm -hmm. um, I think... Um, kind of the same goes with the intensity, same. or like you, you can decrease that up to 66%, I think. Mm -hmm. um, this is according to a recent study that's been going on, just kind of testing the specifics of like how much is the bare minimum. Um, so that's pretty wild that like, okay, if I'm used to getting to a certain heart rate, um, I can decrease that uh, significantly. I can, I can be like a whole another 20, 30 beats per minute less if I'm using like a wearable fitness tracker and uh, I'm not gonna lose my gains. And that's huge for like an endurance athlete if you're getting a little beat up by some kind of cycle that you're doing. Um, and that's going to help you kind of recover quite a bit. Um, 
And then uh, as far as the volume, the intensity, the frequency, like you can cut back to uh, two days a week. So that's, so like if you're used to doing five, six days a week, if some kind of aerobic training, you can cut back to as little as two days a week, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love to hear that because <laughs> if you guys, if you know me, I mean, me and Matt, like we, uh, we would rather weightlift than run. You know, I have had to teach myself that running and rowing and biking is good. Is good. <laughs> I've always been a more explosive strength athlete my whole life, but you agree? Oh, running is, is not fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. And there's some amazing runners out there, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not going to keep up with a marathoner at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and no reason to try either. No reason to try. <laughs> uh, so, okay, what about strength? So you've been working super hard, going through a strength cycle. Let's say you're working out three to five days a week, something like that. Uh, same sort of thing. Frequency, volume, intensity. Uh, let's talk about frequency first. Say you're used to getting... Uh, multiple days a week what's the minimum that you'd have to do to kind of maintain your strength gains yeah so the study found that um, you'd only really need to go once per week to be able to maintain your strength gains once a week yeah I was I was blown away also I mean who if you're on vacation for a week or something you can find you know one hour to go to the gym and just help yourself help yourself maintain all the work you put in and then you can hop right back into it when you get back. Or if you're busy for a couple weeks at home, there's a lot of things going on. You know, you can go once a week probably and squeeze that in. And um, yeah, I was encouraged by that. Um, help feel like uh, the initial inertia of starting um, to work out again um, can be difficult if you stop for a while. Mm-hmm. But if you only have to go once a week and you're you know maintaining your strength, I feel like that's really helpful to bridge the gap. Uh, so that in that one workout a week, you do the same kind of volume as far as mm-hmm. the sets and reps per exercise you're, you've been doing and the intensity as far as the effort that you're doing, you're putting into as far as the percentage of weight that you're using compared to your maximum or the weights you've been using most frequently. Right. Um, those would have to be the same, but you can train one day a week and maintain it for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, that can even last. I mean, strength is one of the things that decreases the slowest. Right. Uh, so, like, if you had to, you had a really crazy period of life, you could be up to, you know, a month or two of this. You're not going to, your your strength gains will decrease less if you have one, like, really effective workout a week. Um, that's pretty cool. Right. And, I mean, um, with all of these, like, we're not going to sit here and say, like, what well, they won't. Like your aerobic capacity, your strength, your muscle size won't change at all. If you change your habits, like some small changes can happen. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is just about trying to maintain it as best you can. Um, trying to stay as close to your um, to where you're at. Yeah, it's true. Like it's we're talking about the bare minimum here that you'd have to do to like not lose everything. Uh, like because like something's better than nothing it's not mm-hmm. like you go on vacation for two weeks you don't do a thing you're a couch potato you eat junk you know of course that's going to have a cost you know like you might lose some strength and some aerobic capacity and you'll just feel not right like you need to feel pretty sluggish because like ultimately our bodies love routine so if you can maintain a routine then really you kind of the main thing you'd want to decrease is more the volume of 
training that you're doing because if you had that regular schedule of fitting in that workout or going to that gym or something like that or saving that time of day to kind of, to reserve that for some kind of exercise um, so that your frequency is the same and if your intensity um, it if you're doing less volume, you could actually make it more intense if you want to, and you can actually maintain your a pretty high level of fitness mm -hmm. doing it that way. Um, but yeah, we're kind of talking about the bare minimum of like, okay, yes, you will lose some, but you're going to maintain it better than if you didn't um, do anything at all. So, what about maintaining your strength? What kind of uh, volume would we have to do to? maintain that yeah so similar to the frequency um for the volume it's also just really it cuts back a lot you only really need about one set um per every exercise that you would do um so um yeah maybe you're into powerlifting or something more along those lines you'd still want to hit like all the lifts that you would normally but um yeah you can cut your volume back to about one set that would be um, in the same rep range as you would typically do, you want to keep the intensity the same. And then of course, like we talked about, you want to keep the frequency the same with that one as well. Right. So if, so if you're used to squatting three times a week to try to get super strong, you can cut back to just once a week, do one set as little as one set of squat, um, to make sure that you're used to being under the barbell and moving some weight. Yeah, you would if you squatted three days out of the week, you'd still want to go in three days to squat, um, mm -hmm. but you could only do once one set and try to maintain. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it doesn't have to be multiple sets. You could actually maintain a good level of strength if you just do one set mm -hmm. three days a week. Okay, yeah. I mean that saves you time. That also that's huge for recovery if you're starting to feel like you got some creaky joints, like you need to sort of deload, let your body recover. That's huge. If like okay, I don't. I'm not going to lose something if I uh, just do one set of this. I'm practicing the movement pattern. I'm getting some reps in to make sure that, okay, when I'm ready to load it again, I'm good to go. Right. I think that can be difficult for people sometimes, right? We want to, we don't want to lose all the progress we had, but it's also like, man, I really need to rest. Like my body is telling me I need to rest. So um, yeah, trying to use like some of these things to just help yourself recover, but maintain strength at the same time can be really helpful. And um, I know for me, sometimes it's like zero or 100. It's like, I'm either really focused on, um, gaining strength and doing something or after that, I'm like, I'm so tired. I can't do anything. Like yeah. I need a little bit of a break. Um, so I think stuff like this can be really helpful just to, uh, yeah, like I said, bridge that gap and, um, yeah, not just have this huge void of, um, of work that's just lost, um, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about like an intensity? Um, so let's say, you're going to keep your frequency and your volume the same. Um, and so intensity to maintain your strength. So intensity for strength might look like, uh, the rate that you're moving, mm -hmm. like how much you're trying to pack in a short period of time. So maybe the time it takes you to complete a workout or the amount of weight that you're moving that could be measured as intensity for strength work. So, um, what's the kind of the bare minimum that we would need to do to maintain some strength gains? Yeah, so if we're um, if we're maintaining volume and maintaining frequency, um, then intensity really just comes down to like that last set. We really want to be pushing ourselves. Um, we don't necessarily have to have like 
every set be an extremely high percentage or anything like that, but we definitely want that last set to be um, pushing the intensity at least to where you were previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, it should be more of like a max effort on that last little bit. It should be um, should be difficult. Um, to say the least, to, to get it. So. Right, yeah. So maybe like if you're tr- trying to cut back the intensity, you're going to be doing a lot, much more of a sub-maximal weight. So like uh, if you're used to squatting 300 pounds or something like that, you could cut it back to 200 pounds and just make that last set max effort. Mm-hmm. It's going to beat you up. Um, as far as neurologically, your joint's going to beat you up less. You might be a little sore in a different way, which is, can be good for ad- adapting um, and recovery and everything. So, um, And I also think about um, a finisher. You know, It's like if you're having a relatively easy workout, you kind of, uh, you know, you've dialed back the intensity a lot, then just have a quick finisher that sort of burns you out that day. One, that's good for your mind because you feel like you did something. Uh, but... Two, it's like it's managing the intensity, the overall intensity, just kind of like keeping it to one little part of the workout. Right. Um, or if you're like a CrossFit athlete and you're trying to taper down, getting ready for a competition, um, as far as strength goes, this is going to be really key to helping you uh, with, with aerobic capacity and with um, strength. Like you're going to have like more short, intense bouts. Like think about I'm um, doing my competition reps, but not the full volume of that. I'm, I'm going to manage that intensity if i'm um kicking up the intensity my volume has to be less if I, my volume is going to stay the same i'm going to lower the intensity it's all about you know what do i needed to maintain to sort of taper down and get ready for competition there um but let's move into the muscle size this one is a little bit different because age really does affect uh what you have to do to maintain muscle size and so uh like if you're 20 35 years old uh, you're able to maintain muscle size a lot easier than someone who is, uh, especially someone who's over 60, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I didn't address the middle-aged people there because it, it's kind of hit or miss. Some people maintain muscle really well, some people don't. But as far as like this compare young to old, uh, as you get older, it's harder to maintain muscle. Your body is more likely to atrophy pretty quick. Um, that's why you don't see a whole lot of super buff old men. Um <laughs> <laughs> so uh but you see plenty of very fit looking 20 35 year olds so what's the, like the bare minimum like frequency volume and intensity that someone had to do to maintain their muscle size that they've gained yeah so for those young guys for the 25 35 year olds um it's pretty similar to the strength um way we can dial it back so um, for frequency, um, one day a week for volume, one set per exercise, and then intensity, the same thing. We can dial that back, but um, that last set needs to be um, pushed um, a little bit harder and maybe have like a burnout or a finisher like you talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's. I would say that um, those are relatively easy um, to fit in, right? If you can be busy and um, you can still maybe get in um, – one exercise here or there and try to um, mitigate any muscle size losses that you've had and that you may have. And uh, yeah, for those young guys, it can be relatively easier. But um, as you talked about, some of the 60 plus can be a little bit more difficult um, just because of getting older, you know, changes in the body. But yeah, yeah. And it's, it's pretty much the, uh, kind of the, it's really similar with the intensity and stuff. But uh, with an older individual, 
instead of just doing one day a week or one set per exercise, you'll have to do two days a week and two sets per exercise. So you gotta kinda maintain a little bit more um, because if you take a whole vacation, you're gonna lose everything a lot faster. So keeping that stimulus a little bit more for an older individual is gonna be important. Um, and so if you go for a long layoff, then it's gonna be, it's gonna affect an older person more than a younger person. And it's, and it's gonna be harder for that older person to build back that muscle nearly as quickly. Like it's, if they are gonna build muscle, it's gonna take a lot longer um, than the younger person will. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very true. That the matter of building muscle is harder for an older individual too. So you gotta take that into consideration. That's part of why you have to do more to maintain it. Because mm-hmm. it's harder to build. Yeah. Um, and so the, taking all this into consideration, like we're also like considering like, uh, yeah, if you're on vacation, you may not have access to weight training equipment and stuff. So it's totally fine. You can do high volume kind of body weight exercises. Um, thinking about like that burnout set, doing that max effort, you're gonna, you can do push-ups. You can do like a, as many air squats as you can get in a short period of time. Like you can do like these short, intense workouts. So you can actually maintain a pretty high level of strength. Um, like personally, I know that like on vacations, I typically do like tons of push-ups, <laughs> and uh, I don't lose any of my upper body pressing strength uh, because I'll do high volume of push-ups. Um, or it's a good opportunity to sort of put like an AMRAP, like I think of like a 10 minute workout, just try to, I'll pick a few different body weight exercises and just go for it and see how much I can do in 10 minutes. And that kind of helps me maintain an aerobic capacity. Uh, what kind of stuff have you done personally when you have that uh, circumstance or vacation that comes up that, that disrupts your routine? Yeah, I definitely um, love the body weight exercises stuff. Um, I think one of the things that we did uh, during the pandemic actually was you created a body weight program. I think mm-hmm. it was 12 weeks long. And uh, that was pretty cool. It was a fun little competition between a few guys. And uh, I think, yeah, so if that's something you're interested in, I'm sure Caleb still has it. Uh, oh, yeah. You can reach out to him. And um, it was pretty fun. We can, um, yeah, kind of check that out. You it's can, like 30 minutes from start to finish, warm up to being finished, roughly 30 minutes, you're done. Mm-hmm. But when all the gyms were closed and um, it was kind of tough for people to do anything, um, something like that was just a good like little, okay, it doesn't take that long every day. Like like you said, 30 minutes. And it was such like good variety every day. Maybe a little bit of running, push-ups, like dips, like chair dips or just different things. And um, yeah, doing stuff like that has been... Um, really helpful in the past yeah and i think like even just thinking about the volume um of the stuff that so like maybe you're used to getting a certain amount of volume in a given time like a one session but on vacation or whenever you're really busy and you just don't have a chunk of time that you can dedicate to exercise it's totally fine to sort of do like an intermittent workouts where you kind of spread it out throughout the day for example i wanted to get better at strength in like doing a handstand push-up you know uh and I just kind of made a goal of like, I'm going to try to get 50 a day. Uh, not all at once, but I'm just going to do like five here, five there, you know, I'll try to see if I can get a burnout set here. And ultimately by the end of the day, I'll get 50 easy mm-hmm. because it's just like, all right, I'm just going to like swing my arms around a little bit, get my shoulders loosened mm-hmm. up. And now I'm going to hit a set. That's like two minutes at a time. Uh, so that kind of intermittent workout works really well for a lot of busy professionals too. Um, but what we're trying to get at here is that, you know, how can you avoid this all or nothing mentality? You know, something is better than nothing. Um, and so if, 
life is crazy. You're on vacation. Um, it's not like you, you have your workout routine and then you just take time off because you're busy or you're on vacation because that sort of barrier or that uh, moment, trying to restart that momentum of that routine can be really tough if you do, if you do nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you do something while you're out of routine or when you're on vacation, then it's a lot easier to just be like, all right, I'm gonna jump back into this. I've already been doing something. I'm excited to see where I'm at. I'm excited to keep going because it's already structured into your habits, your daily life. And so whenever you're um, out of routine or on vacation or your time's limited or some difficult life circumstances or stress are going on, uh, then consider like day to day, you might have to do sort of a day to day evaluation of like what intensity or volume can I do? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, can I do a full fledged like challenging weightlifting workout or do I need to just go out and take a walk? You know, or do I need to, you know, what's your, what's anything in between there? Um, so like, what's a recent challenge that you've gone through that's made you have to adjust your frequency, your volume, your intensity with any kind of exercise you want to do? Yeah. So recently I, uh, I flew to India, um, (laughs) a bit of a, bit of a life change. Um, and so, yeah, that first little bit of time here, like didn't, didn't have any access to a gym, didn't. Um, yeah, there's still like a lot of um, things with the pandemic going on. And so um, just trying to figure out what's open, what I can do. And so, yeah, the first little bit of being here um, just looked like a lot of push-ups and chair dips and um, air squats and, you know, different things that was really easy and simple to do, didn't need any equipment. Um, but yeah, just trying to avoid the big up and down of um, gaining strength and, and all that stuff and just trying to maintain as best I can while, while not having a barbell around me necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was something that was recent and hopefully, you know, hopefully I'll get back in there more consistently into a gym and yeah. see that it paid off, you know, that I didn't lose too much strength. So Yeah, yeah. And I've, uh, even there's been times in my life whenever I'm like super, super busy and I'm like rushing from meeting to meeting. Um, there's been times when I literally I'll pack a pair of shorts and a t-shirt in my backpack uh, while I'm on the go and I'll drop in a gym and uh, I'm just like all right I got 15 minutes I'm gonna get myself moving a little bit I'm gonna do one set of something and see if I can make it challenging or if I, I'll try to get three sets of something so if I can work up to a challenging weight and then I'm gonna get out of here Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something small like that it just helps me kind of maintain a level of fitness and activity that's great. Um, and whenever it's like, whenever I haven't moved much, and you know, I love to move, I love to just be up and at them all the time. Uh, some, sometimes, like if I'm on business calls, I'm just going to walk and talk, you know, that helps me get more steps throughout the day. It keeps me active, keeps my body going, helps my energy stay more consistent. Uh, so it's just like these little things though. So, so maybe something you walk away with today is like maybe permission to decrease, uh, what you've been doing to deal with the amount of, uh, stuff you got going on right now, or, um, maybe makes you think about your next vacation a little bit differently, where like you want to have, uh, access to something nearby, like hike, you know, a mountain that you can hike up and down or, uh, a gym in your hotel. That's, that's pretty quality or, uh, maybe you want to uh, make sure that your daily activities you plan aren't going to take up the entire day. So you got space to move, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever that needs to be. So think about what this, what this could mean for you. Uh, but we wanted to give you guys a little bit of permission of like, yeah, 
you don't have to you don't have to feel guilty about needing to decrease your volume to recover to manage with a vacation or some life cir- circumstances that are going on uh, because you, it's all about something instead of nothing you know uh, doing a little bit each day or a little bit week to week over time is going to help you uh, kind of prevent the terrible lifestyle diseases that we're all worried about it's going to help you have a better quality of life and it's also going to help with a lot of other things just like your mindset your energy your sleep cycles and everything getting some kind of activity in here and there uh, it's going to help maintain those gains that you want and just that general bill of health that we all want right good stuff today thanks for joining me matt yeah you guys uh let us know if you want to hear something similar about how to manage your nutrition on vacation if that's something you would be interested in let us know we can um, talk about that in the future sounds good all right take care